This week on Small Town Scuttlebutt, I'm hanging out with a rising star in Boston stand-up. His name is Andrew Della Volpe, and he's one of the hardest working comics I know. From working with Sasha Baron Cohen to performing at three in the morning in her high school's cafeteria, he's literally everywhere. And on top of that, he's got his own podcast too. How cool is that? What's not to love about this guy? I tried so hard to find his flaws and his weaknesses, but I couldn't find anything. This guy's the real deal. He checks out. And it's my pleasure to introduce him to you guys if you haven't made his acquaintance already. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by Winslow Design, delivering award-winning architectural services for your home or business. Check out their stunning portfolio at winslowdesign.net. And by Perez Martial Arts, dedicated to changing the lives of people one person at a time through martial arts, education, and coaching. Go to perezmartialarts.com and check out their exclusive online offer. Small Town Scuttlebots. Hey everybody, how you doing? It's Rick Fink Jr. hanging out in the northeast corner of my basement for another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. And this week, we're going to have an in-depth conversation with a stand-up comic, Andrew Della Volpe. He's right here right now, so we'll just get right into it. Andrew's here. Uh, and you want to sit in, like usually we'll say, oh, you're going to be a guest, but I think you can guest host like with me, so. right? Already a pay raise. I like it. <laughs> so, uh, I do want to say I'm a big fan of uh, both you guys and the show. I was listening on the way here. Oh, laughing. Oh, good. Laughing my ass on. How was your drive? Drive was good. Really? Came Traffic in, coming out of Cambridge, but after that, you know. Smooth sailing? Smooth sailing, yeah. What was it, like 40 minutes, 45? 50. 50. 5 zero. Nice. And then you got to bust out of here, right? And I get out of here, yeah. What do you have going on tonight? I'm hosting a show at the Sam Adams Tap Room uh, over at kind of the end of Faneuil Hall there. It's a really cool show. Mm -hmm. Uh, My buddy Jimmy Dunn, Harry Conforti run it. It's a monthly show. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, If anyone's in the Boston, we'll check it out. Uh, I think it's the first Thursday of every, or second Thursday of every month. Awesome. All right. So for our listeners who don't know Andrew Delavolpe, I'll just uh, pull some highlights from your bio. Please. Right, because you got mm-hmm. some street cred, and I think we should get that squared away first. So, Andrew Delavope, stand-up comic, started working as an intern for Sasha Baron Cohen, and then you um, never got a real job after or a traditional job after that. That was a commitment. That was a commitment. Yeah, uh, I also have waited tables and stuff to make ends meet, but the bi- according to the bio. That's the commitment. That's awesome. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. In addition to working clubs all over Massachusetts, and interestingly enough, you co-host a podcast with Will Noonan called Soft Boys. That's right. I kind of feel like talking, geeking out about podcasting a little bit. How Let's do, do it. What do you think of it? Uh, about podcasting? Yeah. Do you like it? I, f- I love it. I think uh, I think second to stand-up, it's the most fun thing uh, you can do in Entertainment. You sit down. Mm-hmm. You. It's basically stand up with your friend. It's like an elevated conversation. You can say whatever you want. Yep. No. Yeah. You. Can't, you. But yeah, you're just being. You're being silly for an hour. Being fun for an hour. So listening to. Okay. So what's up with the name Soft Boys? So we were struggling to find a name, uh, and Will's wife came up with it. Actually, of all people, she goes, "You guys should just call it Soft Boys. You're both like Soft Boys, like kind of as an insult." And Will was like, "Yeah, I think this is our name." But so, really, 
what we were going for is like so many podcasts now, mm-hmm. like Joe Rogan, and like I mean, not that I don't love Joe Rogan, but there's like we're alpha males. Yep. If you you know what I mean, you take protein, you bench press people, <laughs> you don't use pronouns. We're not fucking pussies, but me and him are like. Listen, you know, we're kind of cool. We're kind of sensitive. You know, I think we've both cried on the podcast once or twice. We're very silly. We don't take ourselves seriously. I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing. Yeah, soft boys, you know? That's funny. I, I like that you lean into it because it is kind of a, well, it is a soft name, literally. I, I like to listen to it because it's two comics just coming up with, like, that first draft stuff and seeing where things go. Yeah, well, thank you. We should, maybe we should call it the Secure Boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've, uh, if you've listened, for what for folks who have listened, we've, You've seen the start of structure. Like every couple of weeks, we're like, we need segments that'll take us to the next level, mm-hmm. you know? Because we have uh, we have uh, people that listen. We have you know a pretty good base and people that um, I feel lucky they like reach out to us a lot. Like they're very the people who listen are very into it, you know. Yeah. And everyone tells us we need structured segments to move on. So we'll introduce a segment and then never go back to it, and that'll happen like oh, every yeah. couple of we weeks. We do that too. We but some of them stick. Want to talk about the time when you performed here in Medfield? Sure. At 3 a.m.? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I performed. I had no idea. I don't think I met you then, did I? At that no, gig? I didn't. Okay, so I, so there, for the folks listening, our, our town, the high school seniors have a senior night where volunteers come out, and it's a 24-hour, like, right through into the morning party yeah. at the school, and they decorate it, and they bring in all kinds of entertainment from, like, palm readers to stand-up comics to whatever. Yeah. And... I took a shift from like one to four. It's brave. Yeah. I felt like, you know, got to do your community service. Yeah. And I thought this, no one wanted to do that time slot. So it's I'm when the kids are hammered. Yeah. <laughs> a parent had to chase a kid from our, like kid got drunk at ours and ran into the woods and a parent starts running after him. Oh, really? and he comes back and he's like, I don't know what I think I was going to do. I was going to tackle him. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. What are you going to do when you get there? Yeah. So I'm like, worked at the blackjack table, you nice, know, at like 2.30 yeah. in the morning. And then I was asked to go supervise the stand-up comedy show. I'm yeah. like, sweet. So I go there and then there's you. Now, I was, yeah. I didn't introduce myself or anything after because I figured, oh my God, it's like four in the morning. Yeah, this yeah. guy probably just wants to go back to bed. Yeah. But now that you're here, what's that like? I mean, to go into a, a small town, right? Yep. Just walk into a, there's a cafeteria. Yep. And all the kids were sitting like Indian style. Right? Yeah. Or crisscross applesauce. Yeah. They I mean, say. What are you doing? Come on. Dude? Come on. <laughs> You're going to get us killed over here. <laughs> Indian style. <Yeah. laughs> they're sitting down, right? Just looking up at you. They're sitting on the floor, you know? And yeah. you're just walking. It was bizarre, my friend. Yeah. It, it, for Is so it? many reasons. Mm-hmm. Like, you go in. First of all, I walked in and I was like, what have I done? What decisions have I made <laughs> to put myself in a high school at 3 a.m.? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So that part was going through. But I mean, I love Filipowski. He's the one that got the gig. I said yeah. no to that gig like four times. Did he you? was like, you should do it. I was like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, no, no amount of money. You know? So anyways, mm-hmm. we, do, me and him actually did a gig earlier that night together. I go to bed for a few hours, wake up. He picks me up. We go to this gig. Uh, I had already done three high school gigs like that that weekend. So I kind of had like some tricks in the, in the bag, you know? Because it's mm-hmm. very much like... Like, it's stand-up, but it's not stand-up. You know, like, I didn't really do a lot of my jokes. The kids don't really, they have no, I didn't realize this, but, like, high school kids have a very different experience than even a 26-year-old has. Yeah. I mean, so it's not like they're, like, really relating unless it's something about, like, my mom said this, and then I did something crazy, or, like, someone was rude to me, so I was a little rude back. You know, like, that type of joke, but, like, an observation about paper straws, they don't really, you know. 
So yeah, anyways. they still live at home with their parents. That's what I'm saying. So I, did, kids, I, I pulled yeah. out those jokes. But <laughs> I learned from earlier gigs that weekend that they liked. You just kind of had to find the popular kids, poke a little fun at them, find out who's got a funny nickname, and then let them kind of see what they want to talk about. So it's about the crowd work. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That's mostly what I did. And that gig went okay. They were they were, they were a little tough. They were making fun of Mark to start. Yeah, That's when I knew it was going to be tough because he's good at those. Yeah, right. They called him Captain Mark, sarcastically. The kids were? Yeah. Oh, like, okay, funny. Captain Mark. I mean, <laughs> you kids kids are sarcastic as hell. A high school kid where nothing's cool and now some comedian they've never heard of is going to make them laugh at 3 a.m. after, like, they're done. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But what's that do to your, your ego, right? It's not, not only are you doing the 3 a.m. show. It hurts every time. But the kids are making fun of you. <laughs> yeah, you're, getting, yeah. you're getting heckled by a seven, an 18-year-old, you know? Yeah, I mean, in the, in the show before that, mm-hmm. those kids were pretty good. The show before that... Uh, uh, kids were calling me virgins. You'd be like, I got a girlfriend. They're like, yeah, I fucking bet. And you're like, you can swear now in high school? What the fuck is this? You know? Like, every time you do a high school, you just get roasted. I mean, I did one with Will in Connecticut. It was a 10 a.m. show. And uh, some kid yelled, what are those, about my sneakers? And they all started making fun of my sneaker. Like, kids are ruthless. Oh, yeah. Sneakers are, are, are yeah. serious business yeah. now, too. Yeah. I was like, hey, these are... Two hundred dollar designer sneakers, you fucking idiot! You couldn't afford this shit. Yeah, I didn't what kind it, of sh- what kind of shoes were they? Uh, there was brand Vince. No, they weren't. They were um, what's this brand that I'm wearing right here? Uh, Vejas. Oh. European. This is European, bro. Come on, that's cool. Good sneakers. I th- so I don't. I'm not familiar. Yeah. And already that seems like a flex. Like it <laughs> yeah. makes me feel inferior in the footwear department because mm. I'm like, this dude's wearing shoes that I don't even know about. Yeah, you got to get it like, together. Like, not only does he know all about them, but he owns them. He's wearing <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I'm just wearing What do you got on? You got a nice watch on them. I saw that when I came in. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Can I ask what that is? That, oh, you know what? It's one of those, uh, uh, what is it? It's like a Swiss Army. Okay. I got into watches recently. Did you really? I want a Rolex. I don't have Rolex money, but I want one. <sighs> Back in high school, I think we were like freshmen. We went to New York City for a day. Yeah, I'm from Concord too, but Concord, New Hampshire. Okay, so it was like a five hour bus ride. Yeah, and we five a.m. got there at ten a.m. We go to the UN. Right, we're yeah. gonna get a tour of the UN. Then we're gonna hop on the bus. We're gonna go to some other places. And we're told to stay together in the group and all that stuff. But you know, and so I saw a dude with um, looked like a snack table with like a suitcase opened yeah. up right just like in the movies right and he, he had all these watches yeah <laughs> rolexes right for like eight bucks or something ten yeah ten dollars <laughs> and the funny thing was the face of it you could tell it was like like cardboard thick stock white cardboard with, oh whoa with like stamped, metal stamped on it and i was like this is so fake yeah it's so bad it's awesome yeah, like, yeah. and so i bought that thing there's like but we uh we got ripped for that i had a couple uh fake metal rolexes in my day yeah <laughs> fake louis vuitton wallet all that yeah yeah i i feel like the louis vuitton like the purses and stuff why would you buy a real one i know they make Be- some good because fakes, huh? the fakes look pretty legit mm-hmm. and then you could save like a thousand bucks right but. What do I know about purses? Do you soft boys wear purses? <laughs> no. Man purses? Uh, it's a satchel. No. <laughs> it's a satchel. Uh, I'm a wallet guy. <laughs> you know, run of the mill. I, we, I, we joke, but I do see guys wearing these things now. Yeah. Have you seen? Yeah. Like, I go to the Fashionable air- gay guys. Or Europeans. Or Europeans. Yeah, That's or, what I said, fashionable yeah. gay guys. <laughs> One out of 100 men at any airport at any given yeah. time will be ha- wearing something like yeah. they wear it over. Fanny pack. That's yeah, big. It's the new fanny pack. Yeah. It's like a. It's almost like where they wear it diagonal, right? Yeah, usually with weed in it. I think probably. Can you say weed on this podcast? Sure, man. (laughs) 
I got some small town news stories. You want to talk about those? Yeah, hit me. Then you can. Here's a bit. Okay, small town news. Yeah. With Rick and Andrew, and uh, you can just crack wise, right? Sure. As we go. I did a research. I did a little searching. I was like, let's go find some small town news around Massachusetts, and all I could find was missing animals or animals that got in fucked up situations. Okay. <laughs> like someone's dog's missing? No, like a cat gets his head stuck in an iron storm drain cover. <laughs> <laughs> this is from the United Press. Now, the funny thing is, before they saved it, they took a picture. They're like, hold on, hold on. Hold yeah, on. I know you're uncomfortable, but this is going to get a lot of clicks. This is going to get some, yeah. some. Re- okay, so it says, uh, a cat in Massachusetts is home safe after getting his head stuck in an iron storm drain cover. Swansea Animal Shelter volunteers said in a Facebook post that the male cat was found with his head stuck through the post. Oh, stuck through the thing. Okay. Uh, the cat was taken to Mass, Rhode Island. And we find out today that Rick is dyslexic. I can't read. No, okay. The post said, okay, uh, the local highway department animal control officers teamed up for the rescue. The cat was taken to uh, veterinary ER where veteran, veteran, veterinarians mm-hmm. were, is that how you say that word? Veterinarians. Yeah, veterinarians sure. were able to safely extract the feline and ensure the animal was not seriously injured. The cat was taken back to the Swansea Animal Shelter mm-hmm. where he was later euthanized. No, just kidding. <laughs> what they do? How'd they get him out? They butter him up or something? I don't know. They don't see that. soap thing. and water? I mean, this is on the news. You're having a small, uh, this is a small town, right? Slow news day. Yeah, and I think an intern got this story because they didn't cover the five W's, like what, why, when, where, how. Like, like how did you get the thing out, you know? Hit them really hard. (laughs) Like a -a (laughs) whack-a-mole. Step on it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The cat's free. He has a fractured skull and will never walk again, but. Yeah, he didn't need that. He didn't need that extra ear anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Here's another one. Okay. Let's see if I can read it correctly. African antelope on the loose after Massachusetts zoo escape. Did you hear I was going to say, how did it get here from Africa? <laughs> that, uh, well, it first escaped from a zoo in Africa. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a Massachusetts zoo confirmed an Eland envelope uh, antelope. <laughs> you ever print stuff off the internet? It never. It, it's like no, you got read it off your phone, dude. You got at well. Get it to the 21st century. I'm you got a computer in front of you. I Ran know. off that. Yeah, Blow but, it up. But if I, I could do, do some readers in here. A Massachusetts zoo confirmed an antelope is on the loose after escaping from the facility during a recent storm. Yep. This is shitty riding, by the way. The facility. You want mm-hmm. to, the Lupa Zoo in Ludlow. Have you ever heard of the Lupa? Ludlow? They have a rest stop. I think that's on the way out to Springfield. Ugh. I would love to. All right. You're about to take. You're about to go to the bathroom. Maybe grab a coffee. Get mm-hmm. some chips. Yeah. And there's an antelope in the parking lot. <laughs> what do you do? Run up to it. Try to hug it. Take a picture. What if it's in the stall next? To you? You're like, what's up, dude? I think an antelope has a big, uh, base. Big, big hog. Yeah. I don't know. Look through the glory hole and tell me. <laughs> <laughs> you're in a. You're in a rest stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in a rest stop. There's a place for it. Dude, it's hung like an antelope. <laughs> yeah. The Lupa Zoo in Ludlow said, in a recent, uh, said a recent storm caused a tree to fall in the paddock housing, and the antelope, a species native to Africa. Okay, the female antelope remained in the enclosure, but the male fled the zoo and has been seen wandering in Ludlow <laughs> and, oh, Wilbraham. Okay. That's where Friendly's Ice Cream is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think, so it's only ever lived in Africa, 
or a zoo that I'm sure the area he was living in was made to look like Africa? Do you think he got outside and was like, holy shit, where the <laughs> fuck am I? What is this? Never seen snow? <laughs> Somebody help! <laughs> this is not Africa. Yeah. <laughs> Will, on our podcast, he told me this story once. He picked up a cat. Yeah. He was walking in Southie, and he's seen these signs all around for this 90-year-old lady's missing cat, right? Mm-hmm. And he's seen him for weeks. Then he's on a uh, he goes on a run. He's miles from his house, two three miles. He sees what he thinks is the cat, stops his run, picks it up, walks all the way home, sees the sign in front of his house, two miles away. Goes, oh shit, wrong cat. Puts it down at the side and leaves. I'm like, dude, no. you just ruined that cat's life. Oh, that cat's never just getting taken home. About a state, you think he puts it down? Like, I don't know this street at all. I I think cats can find their way home though. Can they? Yeah, remember there's a song like the cat came back the very next day, right? I don't know that one. I know the cats in the cradle and, and the silver spoon. Yeah. You're a dad. That could make you cry. I'll tell you something. You're not a dad, right? I'm not a dad. Okay, so what does that song do for you? Ah, sketchy. Nothing. Yeah, I think about my dad. I if guess. it comes up on the radio, do you keep... I'll listen to it. Okay. Yeah. I almost was in tears a lot. Okay, this is a soft boy story. Hit me. Yeah. I'm not going to cry like a little bitch, though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Liz is gone for one day, and he's throwing around the B word. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to the song on the highway. It, yeah. it was the mood, right? It was yeah. the setting. It was like sunset, yeah. and and uh, I'm painting the picture here. Yeah. Sunroof it's open, beautiful. nice and windy, right? It's yeah. I'm cruising along, and that song comes on, and I'm listening to the lyrics yeah. because it's a song that kind of draws you to the lyrics. A lot sure. of times, you can just hear, rah, 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 you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm listening to it, and I got a son, yeah. and I have a daughter. But I was actually thinking about my son because he's at that age where he just wants to go play with his friends, or sure. Like that. But then also, you know, I'm like the person he looks up to and all that stuff. But I'm like, wow, man! Like he just turned nine, mm -hmm. and nine. When you turn nine, you're at halftime. Like you brought that kid home from the hospital. Oh wow! Equally distant from the time you're going to drop him off in college, right? right. Halftime. Wow. Yeah. And I was thinking, oh my god, it's half over. Like, cause, I, and I was thinking, we're gonna do that. We're gonna get to that thing someday. We'll we'll go out. We'll sure, dude. It's already, oh, it's already burning time. You man. already blew it. You got to get on it. Yeah. Well, hopefully, you'll have a stepdad that takes care of him one day. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, maybe I should put him in touch with like big brothers, big sisters. Yeah, I could I could take him on the weekends if you want. I, you know, outsource that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Show this kid. Bring this kid to the zoo. The Lupa <laughs> the zoo. Ludlow Zoo. Yeah, they have one antelope out there. <laughs> Plus, maybe he'll be a stand-up comedian and then live at your house forever. You'll never, <laughs> never get rid of him. <laughs> okay, so back to the... You want to get back to the antelope? Aren't you just dying to find out what sure, happened yeah, to the I antelope? Am. Yep. I felt like we just went on a tangent. We are doing everything to get him home and have notified all the authorities, the zoo said in a Facebook post. What do you mean, all the we authorities? We told the cop and the fireman. <laughs> I know, all the authorities. All the authority. The mayor knows, the fake mayor. <laughs> Ludlow Animal Control said the antelope was last seen near the Red Bridge in Wilbraham. Yeah, I don't want to sound stupid, but does an antelope look a lot different than a deer? Is it possible this dude's just blended in? He's going to get hunted one day? Tell me what you think. There's a picture of it. Oh, no, it's different. Yeah, it's got, it's right. got like prong Special horns. horns. It kind of yeah. looks like a camel. And it's got like a big Adam's apple. Oh, I thought that was his ball sack. <laughs> it was ball sack. <laughs> a little high. Yeah, little up high. on the neck. I don't know the anatomy of an antelope. <laughs> animal control said on social media that antelope is a non-aggressive herbivore, but warned the animal can kick, mm -hmm. approach from behind, and startled like a horse, but will not rear or hind legs. I don't even know what that means. 
Well, not rear or hind legs. Can you on hind yeah, let me, legs? Let me take over that? here. Welcome to Small Town Scuttlebutt. I'm Andrew Delvope, a new host. Animal Control said on social media the antelope is a non-aggressive herbiv- non-aggressive herbivore. Means they're not aggressive and they eat vegetables. But warned the animal can kick if approached. Oh, this is a typo. Thank you. From behind and startled like a horse, but will not rear on hind legs. All right, it's not going to get up on two legs and kick forward, but if you sneak up behind him, he'll hit you right in the chest. Okay, kind of like a horse. Yeah, just like a horse. <laughs> Here is, th- this is a controversial story. And Ooh, we're, I we're, love controversy. We're not a political show, but we Let's can, get political. But let's talk about shit where there's definitely like a side and an opinion, especially in the world we live in today, yeah. where people don't even have... 80% of the information. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know anything about this story. So Ooh. anything I say might just be coming right out of my ass with no attribution. It's the best way to talk. Right? I'm going to do the same thing. Okay. This is from Boston.com. And okay. and just disclose if you, how much you do know about this already. But did you hear about the uh, school committee that rescinded the offer to a superintendent for a job because he referenced the term ladies oh. in an email? East, so, in East Hampton, Massachusetts. Uh, I do know a little bit about this because okay. I had heard about it, and then I actually read briefly some of the story. Uh, and I'm aware of the war on words, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Okay, well, all I know is uh, the super... This, you tell me. Yeah. This is great. This is a great full disclosure, right? Yeah. Transparency. Yeah. I'm going to try to talk about something I don't know shit about. Because yeah. everyone does it on Facebook, right? Right. You know, in social yeah. media. This is the point of the podcast. Yeah. So what I think happened is uh, a dude goes in for a job. Yep. Superintendent for the East Hampton School District. The school committee is like, dude, we like you. We're going to give you the job. Yeah. And he said, writes an email. Yeah. Probably says something like, thanks, ladies. What's up, ladies? Yeah. No. <laughs> he didn't say that. He said what you said. He said, thank you, ladies. Something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Right. They circled the wagons and discussed it, yep. and somebody, someone very progressive, somebody who's you know on the cutting edge of of the wokeness, you yeah, know, they're like, oh, I just I just got the latest edition of the woke culture handbook, and it says it right here. Yeah, you can't see ladies anymore, and they all j- gasped. Exactly right. right. You get the they got the newest iPhone update, and it they're says like, we don't use ladies anymore. Yeah, like holy shit. Yeah, holy shit. And then then they berated this guy is so stupid. This, I can't believe this guy. What is yeah, it? Yeah. Nine, what is it? Nineteen eighty-three. I love right? it. Yep. Right? They just totally acted like they were better, and they said we can't give you the job. Yep. So that's the news. That's what everyone was talking about. Obviously, it's going to create some hysteria, mm-hmm. right? And then the the school committee comes out and says, "Well, well, you know, there's two sides to every story. Do you care to hear ours?" And uh, my answer is no. I like the story the way it is. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't read this article, but the headline says, "Too many concerns." School committee chair offers context. After ladies controversy. Now, I don't know this guy, but what if it was like, he said ladies, because it's too many, con- and then it's like, also, we think he may have killed a man in 04, but <laughs> yeah, they didn't want to put that in. We missed that initially, but yeah. the ladies thing opened up. <laughs> no, um, well, this sort of thing has happened. I, I'd like to preface this by saying, I, I think I'm snowflake adjacent, you know, mm-hmm. like, okay. just, just for reference. Like, I, I get it. I'm mm-hmm. with it. But at that being said, it's also like, hey, white women, yep. you ever think you're the problem? You ever be at a comedy show? <laughs> you ever be at a comedy show and see everybody laughing, and then you kind of furrow your brow, mm. even though everyone else have a good. Do you ever that ever? Do you ever think it could be you? <laughs> Do you ever think about it, ladies? 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That that's my comedy response. And it's like, yeah, you can't say anything related to gender, race, what you look like, like any of that. And it's I think it probably like it comes from a good place of like, you know, men and women are equal in the workplace and yeah, obviously in those words were used to maybe keep women in their place over time so you can't say them anymore but it's also like you got to have a little uh wiggle room for this guy who was probably not trying to do a bad thing you know what i mean like educate him but also i loved his response because it was like hey i come from a time where ladies is respectful it's like it's that's like the defense when you say some hate speech you know i i only want to know the story through the through your lens you tell me is that what happened so i think i'm pretty sure he said listen where i come from Ladies and gentlemen is a sign of respect. I was trying to be respectful. Mm -hmm. And to that, I would be like, all right, if I was hiring, I'd be like, listen, bro. Yep. Don't say ladies. And you got the job. You got to. Do I think it's dumb? Yeah, Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. Do I change the words to like appease people? Yeah, because it's like it's like an easy thing to do to like make people happy. You know what? I do it on stage. No, I say ladies on stage. And that's the best part about doing stand up or doing like a podcast. You you can break the rules. You break the rules a little bit. But it's like you can break the rules a lot. You can. I yeah. feel like we can. You can't get canceled, Andrew. Yeah. You have a podcast. What, what's going to happen? Spotify is going to pull yeah. it. No, let's Apple. Let's you say, know, podcast say is going to crazy shit. I don't know. I don't agree with it. I feel like if if what happened to intent? Right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, intent. That's a slippery slope, though. Because you'd be like, hey, put in your slur. My intention was just to horse around. Yeah. Yeah. My in, my intention was to respect you, broads. Right. Yeah. And yeah. this is what I get in return. Maybe the ladies were just on their period. I don't know. Probably. And you know what? <laughs> do you know that women sync up their periods when they all hang out and stuff? Like, <laughs> is this a bit or is it serious? No, it's serious. I know it's, it's serious. It's yeah, biological yeah, 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 yeah. fact. I got sisters, bro. I get it. Yep. And if they all hang out all the time, it's gonna be like. If the vibe changes in the house on Tuesday because everyone's like they're all together, it's a concerted. I effort. love it, dude. I've I've gotten. Have you ever gotten scolded yourself for like? I've gotten a couple times scolded for a lady's situation. Yeah, yeah. What, what I is, was. What was the word you used? So I said, I was talking about my friend who's autistic. Yeah. And I said he's autistic, but you're supposed to say he's a person with autism. Really? Yeah. And I got corrected. This is my least favorite way. So I got this one, and then. Do you know the term Jimmy's, like for ice cream? Yes. But you're not, was that in, you probably didn't have that in New Hampshire, right? It's oh, yeah, we re- did. You did? Yeah. So. There, there were the chocolate ones. There were yeah, sprinkles, yeah. the rainbow, yeah. and then Jimmy's are the brown ones. So I got, yeah. so the same thing happened with both of these. So first of all, the, uh, I go, I'm at my girlfriend's house, bunch of people there, like 10, 15 people. I don't know this other person. I go, yeah, my buddy, I was waiting tables, and this kid is hilarious, good friend, mm-hmm. and I was telling a story, and they were looking at me like, wow, this kid, I go, he's autistic, and the girl goes, no, he's not. I go, yeah, he is. She goes, no, he's not. I was like, listen, kid loves Daffy Duck. He's definitely <laughs> autistic. And she goes, no, he's not. He's a person with autism and like schooled me in front of everybody. I was like, all right, well, clearly I made a mistake. You could have just said what mm-hmm. it was instead of making me repeat myself. Yeah. But the funniest part was later that night, I ate a piece of pizza with a fork and knife and she called me gay. And I was like, all right, are you a good person or not? What yeah. is it? Yeah. You got to pick one. I'm not gay. I am a person that that's is exactly. gay. Yeah. Jesus. We're, like, there's no consistency. That's, I, that's exactly like, That's the other problem. Like, I just, just shut up and get along. That's right. my thing. And don't, and don't, you know, like, uh, you ever go to like, like, let's say you go to a Red Sox game, right? Yeah. And the umpire is calling some bullshit ticky tack stuff, sure. right? It, it ruins the game. You go to a Celtics game, right? Like, that's a foul. What? You know, like, 
Just right? let them play. Like right. swallow the whistle, chill out. Yeah. I think society could mm-hmm. probably benefit from that, right? Yeah. Because I think people are just ready to jump down each other's throats. And I think it's, uh, look how good we are. We stopped a monster from saying ladies. You know, I feel like, the, I feel like it goes from, a, little, a lot of times it's like you go from being like the most liberal person in the world to Hitler very quickly. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could just like, I'm a pretty liberal guy, but it's like, we're the most annoying people, and we're all in a competition to be like, who can be more liberal? And if you're not the most liberal, then you might as well be committing a hate crime every second. It's like, chill the fuck out. It's just interesting you say that. So you're pretty liberal. Yeah. If you say, okay, let's play for the blue team. You love your home, but do you love everything about your home? Maybe you want to knock out a wall and open things up. Perhaps you would like to build an addition for more functional space. Or you could simply just want to give your abode a more refreshed, modern look altogether. Whatever you have in mind, Winslow Design can make it happen. Let me introduce you to our friend, Caitlin Struble. She told me I could say whatever I want in this ad, so here I go. She's the real deal. I know personally as she's drawn up plans for two remodels that I've taken on. She has 17 years experience and has a bunch of letters after her name like AIA, LEED, AP, and BD and C. What does that mean? It means she knows what she's doing. Okay, and if you're exploring options for your home or office, I encourage you to check out her portfolio at winslowdesign.net. Perez Martial Arts is dedicated to changing the lives of kids and adults alike through martial arts, education, and coaching. They strive to provide a safe, comfortable, and welcoming atmosphere for all students and family members who walk through their doors. They take great pride in creating an environment for individuals to achieve, develop, and succeed in their personal goals. And they back up all these claims with a perfect five-star rating on Google Reviews. Yeah, that's on the internet. You know, that place where jaded people go and rant and complain about everything? Who has a five-star rating these days? Perez Martial Arts, that's who. Find out why for yourself by visiting PerezMartialArts.com for their exclusive online trial. Let me let me ask you. Let's <laughs> let's do a, a scale. I just sure. made this up. Sure. It's the Fink scale of politics. Okay. Can't wait for this. One, okay, yep. is super extreme Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Right. Ten is like Donald Trump. Yeah. Okay. So the higher up you go, the more conservative you are. Yeah. So ideally, five would be yeah. the ultimate centrist. Yeah. Where would you say you are on that? I'm left of five, but I'm not one. Yeah, I don't, I don't want. To, I don't want to pick, but like I'm like a I'm like an appeaser, you know. I I'm definitely pretty liberal with like, like you should pay your taxes. I'm I'd be down to uh, give the loans back, all the social stuff left on. I don't want. I'll be honest with you, I don't really like guns. Two, three, four. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to say. Well, you know what? You don't have to. Because I've gotten to a point now where I can do stand up for all, uh, all. Intelligence levels? No, I'm just kidding. All, uh, <laughs> all parties? Yeah. So I don't want to ruin that right here. Well, I feel like it's like putting a square peg in a round hole. Like, yeah. you don't have to be... That's the one thing. You yeah. can, It sounds... You know what you just revealed about yourself? What's that? Is that you think for yourself and you don't take the yeah. party line yeah. bullet points every day and go, yeah. oh, okay, I got my memo. Exactly. This is what oh, I, we don't like this now? Yep. Yeah. I'm on board. Yeah. Like, you, it sounds like... 
you're you could be more liberal in certain areas and then you know a little more centrist than yeah. other areas. Yeah, and I'm also like young and like pretty uh, privileged and make a little money and nothing really affects me, so it's easy to be like, yeah, yeah, let's help everybody. It doesn't really affect me. I'm chilling, yeah. you know. And I feel like we probably agree on certain things, but the solution is probably where we would deviate. Like I'm, I'm right of yeah. center. Yeah, like I'm, I would be like a six, sure, six seven. Yeah, okay. You're like, oh, we should pay back college loans. Yeah, I say, fuck that. You went to a college that you couldn't afford. It's called budgeting, yeah. right? Uh, let's go at, but I think it's a problem. Yeah, let's go after the colleges. What sure. the fuck is up with charging sixty grand right. for four classes a semester for two semesters? Right, and your freshman year. Gen Eds, like they're they're dumb classes. Sure, exactly. Right? Well, thing is, I'm not really thinking about solutions, my friend. <laughs> I'm not concerning myself with solutions. Listen, I'll pick a side. You know, you guys get it done, okay? That's funny. <laughs> I'm a child. Well, I just don't. I just don't get the world we're we're living in, yeah. and I, I appreciate having conversations about it. And yeah. I really don't give a fuck at the end of the day yeah. if like where like like if you came in and 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 went against all of my personal beliefs, like yeah. where I stand, how I vote, and all that. Yeah. I, I don't care. Like, yeah. that's your prerogative. You're a regular it's, it's, person. It's America. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try to just sort of be a victim and offended. Like, I want... <laughs> so I came up. Okay. I came up with some words that I don't think we should be able to say anymore. Oh, let's hear them. Okay. And then you tell me what you think. By the looks of you, I'm guessing receding hairline. Dude, you know what? I am... No, I am a... I am... Uh, you have you have beautiful hair. It's thinning. It's going to... I'm going to... No, it's not. The top it is. Fuck I'm that, dude. On. Dude, you... You have like the greatest curliest hair Thank ever. You. I appreciate it. It's like you're rubbing it in my face too. It's like it's. Uh, I made sure to shampoo before this, so it's volumized. <laughs> it's warm today. It's puffed out. Yeah. Oh, it's a. It's just the humid hair. Humid hair. Yeah. yeah. Is it really thinning though, or are you just fucking? Uh, I swear to God, yeah. Both my everyone on my mom's side, which I'm told is what affects it, uh, mm-hmm. bald from the top. Yeah. No Armenians, kidding. Yeah, we're bald people. So, are you gonna do something about it? Well, I've been thinking, I was like, you know when, like, you start, like, when I started comedy, I was like, what, right after college, I was like, 22, I was like, there's no way I'm not famous in, like, six years, so I'll just, like, Mm -hmm. buy the hair transplant surgery then. Yeah. It's, like, four or five years later, and I'm not quite famous yet. Yeah. So, I might just be a cool, bald guy. I don't know. I think I would do, I like the look where it's, you shave it all, it's just heavy stubble from the chin to the head. Yeah, I've done that before. I've picked out, like, the winter hats I'm going to get when I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to get the Carhartt, like, blue heathered hat. Like, I've gone through all that. You've got, like, a five-year hair plan. Yeah. But I also plan for it to be gone now, so I'm like, I've hung on this long. I think I'm just going to hang on. And I think as long as you smile and don't take yourself seriously, you can have any situa- hair situation, it's okay. But it's oh, something sure. I've stressed about, yeah. Yeah. All right. You look good. You want to hear my... Very sexy dad. Who, me? Yeah, you're yeah. very sexy dad. Well, thank you. Thank you. Speaking of dad, I got a lot of these... Uh, some of these terms relate yeah. to being a man, being a father. This is what I identify as. Okay. And there are some terms that I think are a little derogatory, Andrew. Okay. The first me. one is father. <laughs> and the reason... There's two... This is this is two reasons. Okay. One, the first three letters spells fat. <laughs> and we don't need to be reminded of that. Yeah. Uh, the other part of father, which I would like to just... And that word, you yeah. know, from scratch that from the vernacular, right? sure, the lexicon, if you will, because the last three letters spells her, and that is not my pronoun. <laughs> Fat and her are in the word that you refer to me. I don't like it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> is it? Is it good? Should Pretty I be? good. Yeah, you could use that. Yeah. What do you want to be called, Daddy? 
Dad. Dad. My son, nine, is nine years old. He still calls me daddy. I'm not going to stop that. Yeah. They figure that. I feel like the kids figure that one out on their own. The last one, gentlemen. Mm. I don't think you should say gentlemen anymore. Really? Yeah, because it, I just think those expectations are too high. That's funny. You look like a gentleman right now. You got your button down. Your <laughs> shirt I, my polo shirt. Yeah, but usually I wear like a, I don't know. You know why? Because I was going out uh, hanging posters around town for our oh, stand nice. comedy show, and I didn't want to look good. like a slob. I even shaved. I was like, I, I should probably look a little presentable as I go in and ask people to. That's funny. Yeah. Anyway, do you want to wrap this up soon? Um, yeah, I got a few more minutes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I got some listener emails here. I'll, I'll pick one out. Okay. And uh, this one comes from a, uh, a Will Noonan. <laughs> oh, really? Mm-hmm. It says, ask him how seeing his mom almost choke to death changed him. Wait, this is a good story, actually. He really sent this in? Yeah. So I was home. I'm in the first summer after college. Uh, me and my sister were eating dinner with my mom. Mm-hmm. She's choking uh, badly to the mm-hmm. point where we call 911. Ooh. It's like scary. And I'm doing, I'm trying to hit her with the Heimlich. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just banging on her ribs. Just fucking punching and shit, right? Wait, are you facing her or are you behind her? No, I was behind her. I was okay. Doing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I got you. Okay, yeah. So. And my sister calls and my sister's like, my mom's choking. Hurry. Like, it's, it's scary, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, after a while, she coughs it up. But, like, I'm calling my buddy who's like a, in med school I'm like what do we do She coughs it up And then the ambulance Gets there And they walk in And she's like Yeah I'm good right So I'm like Scary So you saved her life Kinda I mean the Heimlich I don't know if that helped Or the if Heimlich it didn't worked. I did the Heimlich And then a few more seconds passed And then she got it up So yeah. I don't know Yeah I We think could say it worked You got the assist I loosened it Yeah You, <laughs> you, know? you jostled something Yeah I jostled something <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Wow I should put Saved a life in my bio Yeah that's a That's a credit right there Angel Volpe interned for Sasha Baron Cohen before leaving to save a life. Okay, anyways, <laughs> sounds nice. Uh, so years go by, mm-hmm. and I'm driving to the Cape to visit my family, and like my grandparents are going. It's like a big party day, right? Yeah. And, I get a, and I'm listening to Jimmy Fallon tell a story on his pod, someone's podcast about his wife choking and how it was so scary. And all of a sudden I'm getting like really like teared up and sad. And I'm like, Oh my God, like we're going out of the Cape. Like I really got to be present. Cause you know, you with your family, you're like, this person sucks. I hate being here. It's such a hassle. I'm like, I gotta be present. I gotta really spend time with my family. Appreciate it. Imagine if we lost my mom, how horrible that would be. Right. And I'm feeling all those things. And then my mom calls and she goes, Andrew, where are you? You're supposed to be here an hour ago. You didn't <laughs> mow the lawn. The house is a mess. Dad's pissed. And I'm like, this fucking bitch. I hope she chokes this time. I'm not calling the police. I swear yeah. to God, I'll let her choke myself. I'll yeah. choke her myself. Like I flipped so quickly from being like, "Wow, I really need to appreciate my time with my family." To what I the? will choke her myself. That is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Did you have fun on this podcast? This was fun. Thank you for having me. I feel like uh, we just shot the shit, man. Yeah. You know, hung out. You're a funny fun. guy. I like. You know what I like about you and uh, every comedian I've met so far? Because like I'm on the new. Like yeah. three years in is wet behind the years. You yeah, know? like three. Some if you're not in comedy, you'd think, oh, three years. Three years of doing anything right. sounds like you've been at it for a while. Yeah, I feel like I haven't even scratched the surface. They say it takes seven to start to get good. Yeah, I'm not there yet, so I feel. So how many years have you been doing it? Uh, coming up on five. I like to subtract a year for COVID, though. All right, man. Well, um, you're a good guy, and uh, you're a really good comedian. And I think that the people ought to 
listen to your podcast after they listen to ours. Of course, afterwards. Right? afterwards you you afterwards. listen to us, and then you can go on to Soft Boys. Yeah. Um, Once you're done with this macho chauvinist podcast, you head over to Soft Boys. Hey, ladies. <laughs> hey, ladies. Come on over hey, here. Hey, ladies. <laughs> All right. You got any shows coming up? You want to plug anything? Ooh, what do I want to plug? You got a movie coming out? Nope. Definitely listen to Soft Boys podcast every Tuesday, me and Will Noonan. Um, oh, this summer. It's far away. But mm-hmm. this summer, I'm headlining Nick's Comedy Stop. August 18th and 19th, first full weekend headline. Yeah, 18th and 19th, first full weekend headline a club, the legendary Nick's Comedy Stop. Uh, be amazing if you came out. It's going to be a great show. Okay, congratulations. Thank you, man. That is awesome. Yeah, I'm You got to feel like a million bucks. Yeah, it feels great. I did uh, one night last year mm-hmm. for the first time, which was amazing. Yep. And now a uh, full weekend this year and hoping it uh, leads to more. And I'm pumped and grateful. And How many minutes are you going to do? Probably like 40. Nice. Yeah. I've done, um, it's so funny when you, I don't want to go on too long, but um, when you start like getting to like headline and stuff, you're like, holy shit, you can do like, so I've done 45 minutes, but so like sporadically that it's like, you don't really get to like hone that skill because it's very different than doing like yeah. 10 or 15, but we're getting there, baby. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, thanks for having me, dude. This is a great podcast yeah. and you're you're killing it and it's been exciting to watch you perform. So keep it up. Thanks, man. All yeah. right. Okay. Scuttlebuds. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. Like, share, give us a review. Is it that hard to ask? I, I've been begging for reviews. Do you get a lot? It's of not reviews? hard. Leave a five star review. Just damn just it. Click the five. Click the fifth star and write something. Writing helps. Yep, that's all. It does. There's algorithmic reasoning. How hard is it? Okay, ten thousand people listen to this podcast. There's forty eight reviews. You're making us look bad. <laughs> Leave a review. God damn it. Rick has a family. Liz has a family. She needs your reviews. Okay, they need your help. Leave a review. It's a great podcast. They're putting out good work. Was that helpful? That is awesome. Thank (laughs) you for the endorsement. That is great. All right. Peace out, guys. We'll see you next week. How about a round of applause for all of our sponsors? APC Pest and Termite Control, Larkin's Wine and Spirits, Mario's Lawn Care, Park Street Books, Perez Martial Arts, Royal Pizza, and Winslow Design.